Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. interesting choice of words, isn't it? Those of this age. He even makes a comment that God has had this plan from before the ages. I mean, this, but, but he wants us to understand that this wisdom of God is not immediately apparent. It's not something that you just, oh yeah, I see that. No, it's hidden from those who are of this age. The wisdom of the world is much different than the wisdom of God. As you seek to follow Jesus in this life, men will ridicule you and call you a fool. But as Pastor Robert reminds us in today's message, without placing your faith in God, you can't hope to understand the wisdom of God's perfect plan for you and all of His creation. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Paul, in writing to the Corinthian church, he wrote to a group of, of babies that were, in his words, very knowledgeable, very gifted, talented, well-educated, you know, it, it's eloquent, but still carnal. And uh, he, he's going to, as we get on into the letter, he's going to confront a, a lot of different things. And um, last week we looked at his confrontation, you know, he, 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 he dealt with them on the subject of of uh, division and, and that kind of thing, and then he dealt with them on the issue of wisdom, and, and he really continues in that in that vein, the, the contrast between the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God. Now, he changes his terminology just slightly this week, and, and I think what I'd like this to do, it's a short chapter, so we'll just read the chapter together, and then we'll back up and look at some of the details and, and uh, consider a few things that will stand out, hopefully, in this in this chapter, in, in verse 1 of First Corinthians chapter 2, he says, I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined, he made a decision, not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. We talked last week about the fact that Paul was actually Nobility. He was highly educated. He was one of the, the wise, one of the elite in, uh, in his age and, and in his world. But he said, I set all that aside. I was with you, verse 3 says, I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. 
And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, a hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual... Judges, now by the way, that's the same word that was just used, discerned. He who is spiritual discerns all things. But he himself is rightly discerned, judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Now, give me your attention. I want to back up and look at really four primary points that I want us to think about. You know, Paul, in this passage, in verse 7, he refers to... God's wisdom as a mystery he says it's hidden. It's a, it, it, it's hidden wisdom. Who is it hidden from? Well, he tells us those of this age. It's hidden from those of this age, from the rulers of this age. That's an interesting choice of words, isn't it? Those of this age. He even makes a comment that God has had this plan from before the ages. I mean, this, but, but he wants us to understand that this wisdom of God is not immediately apparent. It's not something that you just, oh, yeah, I see that. No, it's hidden from those who are of this age. Look at 1 John chapter 2 with me real quickly. I want you to see a parallel from the Apostle John. In one of his letters. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, John writes a caution, a warning. He says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. For if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away. It's coming to nothing. The world is passing away. And the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Listen, the people who are of this age are focused on this age. 
That's kind of the idea. They're of this age. Really, the the only thing they're thinking about, the only thing they're focused on, concerned with, it's this age. What they can see and taste and hear and smell and touch, the things that science can prove, the things that, that will make their lives more comfortable, easier, bring them pleasure, make life more convenient, further their ambitions and goals, and they're of this age. And the wisdom of God is hidden from them. Which brings me to my second point. Why is it hidden? Why is it hidden? Well, well, listen. See, the temptation, and I think the lie of the enemy, is to think that God is playing games. Well, he's, he deliberately hides things. He deliberately holds out, withholds. No, that's not true. That's definitely not true. That's not the nature of God. That's not what's going on here. In fact, as we'll see in just a minute, the opposite is true. God is in the process of revealing. That's his agenda. That's his desire. No, no, no. He wants people to know. Well, then why is it hidden? I don't understand. The reason it's hidden, listen to me, is that God is not like us. He's not like us. He's not limited to this present age. He's not limited to the senses. He, he's, God is infinite. You and I are finite. You and I know some stuff. We can figure a few things out, not as much as we think, usually. God doesn't have to figure anything out. He's omniscient. He already knows it all. You and I can make some things happen for ourselves. You know, like I've told you before, I can come up with a pretty good plan. You give me enough time, usually I can. His plan is perfect, and he doesn't have to come up with it. He's all-knowing. He's not like us. God is spirit. He's not a man that he should lie. Paul points this out to us because he wants us to understand God isn't deliberately hiding anything. This is not God playing games with humanity. No, this is God trying to reveal himself to humanity, to those who really want to know him. Far too often what men, women, what people want is to remold him into the God they want. It's called idolatry. It's been going on since the beginning of time. And we hear it from time to time from people. Well, I just don't believe God is like that. Well, my Jesus is not, he he wouldn't do that. Well, then he's a different Jesus from the Bible. You've made up one you like better than the one that's described in the scripture. You, You can't figure God out. Outside influences can so easily creep into the church and into the heart of a follower of Jesus. You may have already given your life to Jesus, but the enemy isn't going to give up on you. He'll entice you with temporary pleasures of things around you, things that don't really line up with Jesus and living for the kingdom of heaven. They may seem fun for now, but they'll never give you the life you're searching for. Don't let Satan's enticements distract you. Come back to Jesus regularly and live for the plans he has for you. Thanks for joining Pastor Robert today in this study of the New Testament book of 1 Corinthians on Main Thing Radio. If you'd like to learn more about this ministry, please visit our website, mainthingradio.com. Listen to additional teachings by clicking on podcast or download our mobile app to take Main Thing Radio with you on the go. You can even find us on social media. 
Come follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts to keep up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel Miami Beach. You'll find links to our social media sites at MainThingRadio.com. With that, our time with you has come to an end. We pray you continue to seek Jesus each and every day. And we invite you to join us next time as Pastor Robert continues to teach through the book of 1 Corinthians, right here on Main Thing Radio.